Voices, the Farsi and book1.co.uk present the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast. Hello and welcome to the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who Podcast, episode 552. I'm Adam and... Uh, hello, sweetie. Oh, no. <laughs> and here's Mary Lang. Goodness, is killing you going to take all day? And Kirby Bartlett Sloan. You will be dead in 32 minutes. Mm. Yes, this week we're going to be looking and talking about Let's Kill Hitler. And um, hoping that Ben will eat his dinner in due course and come and join us. On the live feed we have... Sorry, that's my air freshener squirted. Uh, we have Lillian Robin, who says, Hello, and then, I won't bother you about not starting yet as I hear what's going on. And then, you should get Kirsty since she's watching. And then my quote, Shut up, Dad, I'm focusing on a dress size. Now, that's the one I was going to use, but because of all the stuff I've had to do in the lead-up to the show, I forgot. But thanks for that one, Lillian. Uh, on the subject of Kirsty, Kirsty, where are was that? Uh, that's so hopefully we'll get a response from that. I think the the auto dial up on um, Skype does actually call Kirsty, and we'll find out if Kirsty's actually going to. Or maybe she just doesn't want to be on. Didn't she? No, I'm saying maybe she just doesn't want to be on. Maybe she's she's just seeing if you're on, and then she, if you if you're not on, she might consider <laughs> coming on. Uh, time to fully be on. Yes. Listening until she has to leap somewhere. Until she has to go on another date. Yes. Oh, she dating. I didn't know this. You know so much stuff I don't know. Um, I've seen pictures. She told us way back a few months ago when she stopped. She may have told you. She didn't tell me. Anyway, can we get on? All right, let's go. Hitler begins with a uh, some uh, scenes in a cornfield and um, a master. um, What? Master. What? I I do have to admit that until I uh, studied. Uh, what was it? It's a wheat field. Uh, some, some sort of uh, British literature in high school that I did not know that you that British people called wheat corn. It is wheat. I did say wheat field afterwards. Well, they're, they are, they're referring to the reason why I called it a cornfield. Corn be quiet. The reason I call it a cornfield is because of the corn circles. Cause they call they the corn circles, but they can end up being no, wheat fields. The, the, the British. You're, you're British. You call that a cornfield I call it wheat. top circles it's wheat but it's a cor- they're corn circles i suppose but it's a wheat field anyway be quiet so anyway amy and rory are driving a mr bean's mini f- oh it's not mr bean's the wrong <laughs> color um through this cornfield rather badly in fact ruining lots of a farmer's crops uh yeah. and after a little bit of arguing uh they they come into a little area where things seem to have been trampled down and there's a TARDIS, and standing in the sort of front of the TARDIS is the Doctor with his long green coat. So this is the first time that the uh, uh, Doctor, this is the 10th, isn't it? Or was it the 12th? I wish 11th, isn't it? 11th Doctor uh, is wearing a long Doctor-style coat. And, uh, yeah, so he has a newspaper in his hand, and then when the camera zooms Master. up to the... What? One of the uh, headlines on the back page, the sport page, says back of the neck. Obviously, that someone's battling Suntarans. 
And the camera zooms up to um, to a sort of a, a sky view of the uh, the words "doctor" that has been etched out in uh, this corner, uh, uh, wheat field, and uh, the doctor sort of cuddles Amy, and and uh, and then uh, yeah, Mel's turns up in a red sports car, and um, not just a red sports car; it's a little red Corvette, and. Uh, yeah, she sort of makes a rather. I believe she references that the song title later on. If you pay attention, okay. um, she um, is quite a colourful character. She sort of seems to be flirting with the Doctor. Um, I love. But we all know she is. I wish is. we'd had her more than one just one story. Yeah. Okay. Um, but after um, this scene where. Um, yeah, she points a gun at the Doctor and it goes into the TARDIS. They get the title sequence and then uh, we get the, the backstory of Mel's and Rory and Amelia. Uh, they're sort of growing up together. And obviously, um, subsequently, we will find out that, that uh, surprise, surprise, Mel's is in fact Melody. And uh, it means that... Because uh, if you see the scenes, it does. it's quite clear that Amy and Rory are being sort of very, they're very treating it like a child and sort of, you know, being slightly parenty to them, to her, sorry. And, uh, but she keeps on banging about the doctor and sort of as if she's sort of got a, more of a sort of obsession with him than, than Amy, Amelia had. I'll tell you what, what I thought about these scenes when, when the younger Rory, when it's Arthur Darville playing Rory, he really, they really does sort of appear younger you know he comes across as a teenager in it bear in mind it obviously isn't him film you know what i mean i just got that oh, i thought it was really well they done they did a really good job of making them appear like they well, like they would be it's younger. in his acting too that you too know. yeah i just all, all in all you know it's his sort of slightly he's got a lot more of an open facial expression rather like, like he did in 11th hour it's very sort of you know slightly played it a bit like because he doesn't play roy like that you know the current episodes are watching it's very much a more sort of slightly gormless version of Rory. Now, the way he stepped into that version was really, really well done. I was quite impressed with that. Anyway, so we see the backstory, and um, and then uh, so the I, next scene... Master, Master, I like the um, transition when uh, that little model of the TARDIS is tossed and we it transitions to the real TARDIS. Yes, very good. But anyway, um, the Doctor's very cross because Mel's has shot the TARDIS console. And, uh, master, 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 oh, master. I have to say this one. The whole temporal grace thing, that came from Hand of Fear, which was my first story ever. Right. Okay. Um, and next shot, they're, at the, they're in Berlin, and um, there's this very strange man who's sort of, sort of, moving a bit robotic and there's they've got this this chap who seems to be controlling something of course we later realize that it's actually inside the uh, the man and the, the test selector and um yeah so this chap i i believe uh is trying to set up the situation so he could actually assassinate hitler um and um you know instead of calling those people the uh the test selectors, why don't we call them the numbskulls? Why? Why? What? I thought you read the Beano. You actually own copies of the Beano. Do I? I've got a, I've got a, a Beano 
picture of myself back there, done by Nigel yeah, Parkinson. Uh, Beano artist. It's, it's, it's a comic strip from from the Beano. Yeah, why would I? Just, everybody in the UK well, you, does not you, buy you, the Beano. You, you, you tried to get me with the island from the from uh, the Jerry Anderson stuff. Yeah, I thought I'd get ahead of things, but no. Don't I don't buy the Beano, but thanks anyway. Um, the right, numbskulls so are little little people live inside of people's skulls. Uh, so you're talking about um, yeah. that Disney Pixar movie, or is it? Or was no, it, not no, these that are actual oh, inner space, isn't it? No, not inner space. What was that one? The Disney one, where they in, inside, inside out. Inside out. Yeah, it's quite good. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, within the the um, this this Tesselect who can change its appearance just by rotating some squares. Very clever special effect. Yeah, uh, it's a Renexus special effect. I like it. Yeah. Yes. And, um, yeah, he takes he takes the identity of one of the other German sort of commanders just by taking his glasses inside. Oh, yeah, then he, uh, the, the other bloke, ends up inside the Tesselector and gets done in by some um, antibody robot things. Now, these antibody robots... Jellyfish? They look like jellyfish. Yeah. Oh, I, no. What? Oh no, what? Sylvia Sims died. That was ages ago. That was about four or five days ago, you silly man. We were going to talk about that on the it news. Just came, it just came it. up on BBC News for, for four minutes ago, okay? Naughty, naughty man. Isn't he naughty, Mary? <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it just it just came in as, as breaking news, so I thought it was breaking. Well, it wasn't particularly breaking, but thanks anyway, Kirby. We'll be uh, obviously talking about Sylvia Sims uh, during the, uh, the... Obviously, there will be some sort of obituary somewhere, uh, I would guess, about her um, legend. Uh, right then, so where do we get up to? Uh, so, yeah, so these antibodies, are like Mary said, look a bit like jellyfish, but I thought that the, the design of these things was very classic Doctor Who-esque. Yes, that, that was good. the one thing about about them was I thought they were terrible for modern Doctor Who, yeah. but they're great for Doctor Who. Yes. <laughs> yeah, generally, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. So dang, dangly. Yeah. So he's just about to, um, uh, to uh, um, sorry, what's the word for it? Uh, assassinate uh, Hitler, and then the TARDIS smashes through... Uh, and lands in in Hitler's office, uh, knocking over the Tesselector, and uh, yeah, it's all gone a bit pear shaped for him. And um, I'm just moving forward, but oh yeah, then uh, the funny scene where they've realised that doing that they save Hitler's life, and and then Rory goes or gets all badass, and I think puts Hitler in the cupboard. Yeah, that was like, almost going to be my quote. What getting badass? No, but putting Hitler in the cupboard. Yeah, shut up, Hitler. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, in the crossfire, um, Mel's gets a bullet in the belly. And, yeah, but um, it doesn't mess up her dress, and there's no blood, no nothing. It's Doctor Who. We don't always have an awful lot of blood <laughs> in Doctor Who, to be fair. Um, anyway, this culminates in her sort of starting to die, and then, of course, she regenerates. And, of course, rather rather splendidly into Alex Kingston, which was really good. And she's fab again. Ben's not here at the moment, so we can gush about Alex Kingston to our heart's content. <laughs> um, yeah, she was just fab. And, of course, um, 
she then spends a, a, a comedy few moments trying to kill the doctor and the, and the doctor sussing out that uh, she's trying to kill him by dising, you know, disengaging all the, the available weapons and stuff like that. Except for but the one that works. Is the kiss, yes. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't pick up on that because I must admit, I, I, when I was watching it at the time, I thought, oh, that was a bit of a silly thing to do. Bearing in mind, we know that she does... You know, knock people out with with, with kisses, don't she? We've seen some. Yes. You know, going back to the the uh, the angels ones, um, where she wiped out that lead singer of that uh, band that doesn't exist anymore. So anyway, the doctor's dying. Well, as after... I was watching, as I was watching this, I kept forgetting that he's at the end of his regeneration cycle. That's why he could not regenerate. No, I think that, that they did actually say that the actual poison. Inhibits well, yeah. regeneration anyway. That's what they said in. But but he, but, but he is officially at the end of his regeneration. Yes, so. he may well be sort of, but he thought he was. I think that's probably the best way of looking at it. He thought he was at the end of his regeneration. Oh, oh so. no! Don't even get into the uh, timeless child. I don't want to discuss the timeless child. <laughs> well, unfortunately, it's sort of been woven into the history of Doctor Who. But even I still if... think I still think it's it's going to turn out to be the master. Even if um, the, well, just a write of a couple of words from RTD and that could happen, but even if it, Timeless Child is not true for the Doctor, um, it, the Doctor did get some more regenerations and there's a few other Doctors around, including the Joe Martin Doctor <laughs> and you know other people we've seen on screen as the Doctor. Uh, going back well, in time. And that all brings sorts. up my question. Why mm. do they say regeneration's cancelled? I mean, why can't he regenerate? He's only number 11. He's supposed to have 12 regenerations. Yeah, he, the, the, it was already established that the tenant hand, that the hand yeah. counts as a regeneration. Yes, counts as a regeneration, so, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and, okay. And of course, the war doctor. Uh, would have been a, an incarnation as well that we were unaware of at this stage. Um, anyway, so he's oh, dying now. That, that's a good point. Yeah, I didn't think of that either. Didn't think of that yeah, one. The only thing I could think of was the We didn't know about that one. Mm. Right. So he's. Um, but the the it was actually implied that it was the, the the poison which inhibited the region. So special time lord poison which inhibits his, his regeneration. Like, you know, because he started regenerating, you know, in the, in the episode where he gets shot by the space person, i.e. River, from the beginning. So that implies that he was capable of regenerating up to that point anyway. True. But anyway, okay. moving on. I, I admit I'm being wrong. Hmm. I've R done it before. River then has a bit of a play with some German soldiers who shoot her, and, of course, she's still regenerating, so she's able to <laughs> do a little bit of a, you know, a bit of a regeneration energy to... You know, push them away, and then we have a scene in the TARDIS where the Doctor is sort of dying and trying to get a voice interface with somebody he he was friendly with, but a few previous companions go through guilt. eventually. And guilt, guilt, guilt. Yeah, yeah. more guilt. <laughs> Arrives at Amelia um, Pond, and then the, uh, it culminates in her suggesting fish fingers and custard, which I presume is going to be something that enables him to carry on going, even though he's going to continue to die. Uh, to to help River because he, he's obviously decided that even though River thinks that she's killed the Doctor, she can just go out and have a bit of fun. Uh, but he's he's he wants to save her because I get the impression from this that he does actually love her. At this stage, I think the Doctor's realizing that he does or he is in love with River. 
Uh, meanwhile, um, he's a bit he young for he her. Promises to marry her. Yeah, uh, and then um, at this stage, um, the Tesselette becomes Amy. I'll tell you what, it's amazing to see. Obviously, you've got Amy inside the Tesselette to run around being Amy, and you've got the Tesselette to Amy just standing there looking. Um, well, um, if you painted her blue, you know, you could say, oh, yes, that, uh, that's what's her name from Guardians of the Galaxy, and you start getting to see it once you've got cast. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> um, Master, but, Master, I like when the Tesselector turns into. Uh, the, becomes the motorcycle and the yeah. guy. Yeah, that reminded <laughs> yeah. me of um, Eleventh Hour when you know the, the the creature that was was the man and the dog, and uh, and it was uh, Olivia Coleman and the two kids. It was uh, that sort of thing. Um, where did we get up to? Yeah, so uh, River goes to this sort of like a, a cafe and tells everybody to. Uh, take their clothes off and they all run out with their underwear on. I was, I was half suspecting would be all running out around, out naked but uh, <laughs> um, It's a family show. The Tesselector has decided, uh, obviously earlier on I forgot to mention this in the episode, that when, when uh, Mel's regenerates into uh, the Alex Kingston version of, of uh, Melody Pond, uh, the Tesselector controllers realise it's a major criminal who get the, killed the Doctor so they, she must be eliminated because um, she's not supposed to have killed the Doctor yet. Um so there's this thing that um, the Tesselect, Amy's sort of got this very powerful breath that has control over. <laughs> um, over Why have her, we um... never run across the Justice Department and these Tesselectors before? No. No, but they're cool. I quite like them. Anyway, the doctor... It's because it's a science fiction fantasy TV program. The doctor then uh, shows up in a tux <laughs> and, um, yeah, he, he sort of tells them to leave River alone and tries to sort of get a message through to to find out that Amy and Rory are, are still okay. And he does some very good sort of, um, sort of physical acting, shall we say? Yes, that was leg, fantastic. His yeah. sort of legs going all over the place. And, uh, while well, he's trying to gain control and, and uh, he has a conversation with Amy through the test selector, saves river. And, uh, and I'll skip forward a little bit cause it's, uh, it's basically, um, there's a scene also I've got to mention on Tesla. That if you haven't got these green race sort of wristband things, then the the antibody robots will kill you. And Amy use uh, with a little hint from the doctor use the sonic screwdriver which she's managed to gain possession of to disable a couple of these wrists, and they they all run back to the mothership. But that left Amy and Rory on the on the Tesselector alone. But they managed to get away because they're clever, and. Um, the doctor continues to die and then well, does river materializes the tardis around them that's right that's that's how she the tardis taught her uh how to fly the tardis because he was busy yeah just like she said well she was she's of the tardis she is actually because oh, no, i'm well, not going to go into the biological side of it but she is of the tardis so there that's why she's got that special bond with it she understands it's noises. Well, what I'm referring really back to where to the uh, angels. Yes, two part. That's what I'm saying. She understands the TARDIS because she can virtually telepathically knows what the TARDIS is thinking and doing and what the actual noises are. She's almost like um, she's actually got the TARDIS um, control. You know, uh, uh, sorry, um, you know, the manual thing that one of the doctors had in her head. So she knows how. She knows better than the doctor how the TARDIS works. Back to this scene. Anyway, so the Doctor eventually collapses on the ground. She's, he's desperate to save River. River's sort of watching this and uh, realising that the Doctor, maybe the Doctor's quite good. 
and uh, the doctor does die but then she um uses regeneration energy once she realizes that who river song is obviously she said the name river song right through the episode when the tesselect becomes river song she realizes that there's more to this than me yeah uses her regeneration energy to, and a kiss of course to save the doctor but somewhere along so the line i assume line, she's gotten rid of the poison by this point well, I suppose this regeneration energy can do anything. It's Artron energy, maybe it can. Anyway, either way, yeah, what you mean on her lips? Yes. <laughs> I would hope so, otherwise it's pointless, isn't it? But um, <laughs> somewhere along the line, it's, she's managed to use up, unfortunately, all of her regeneration, yes. uh, uh, future regenerations to do this particular thing. It's a bit of a shame. I'd love to have had the notion that, that it's possible that, you know, they could have saved River from the library and brought her back again. And, uh, Maybe they will at some point. Uh, well, it could do so, but Moffat's, Maybe they'll transfer all the time. I would be, I'd be very disappointed long term if RTD doesn't employ Moffat as a single story writer in in his era, because we're, I think we can all agree that Moffat is a you know a, a contributor to RTD's um, eras, I suppose you call it, is phenomenal. So yes. I'd be nice oh, yeah. to think He's that could that's my joke, Kirby, and I'm afraid I'm going to have to fine you for trying to. Fine, fine, fine. Anyway, so um, while she's sort of she's convalescing, this is River. There's a brand new Tardis diary wrapped up in red ribbon by her bedside. Yes. Yes. And um, yeah. Yeah, there's. And the doctor now knows. Part of Master, Master, Master. Yes, yes. The story has two bootstrap. Uh, uh, things in it where there's things that occur because they occur. There's the existence of the diary, which uh, the doctor gives her, and then there's the named Mel's uh, for herself. Yeah. It's called the boot Bootstrap Paradox. So I'm just messaging Ben if you wonder what that, that ding was. Um, yeah, so the doctor now knows he's going to die, but I'm wondering at this point that he already knew he was going to die before he reads it on the screen, and he is now the Tesselector. Probably isn't, though, is he? Yes, he knew. He found out uh, in A Good Man Goes to War. But no, no, he found out in the Gangers episodes. Yeah, yeah, it was on the screen there. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and um, Amy told him when she thought he was the Ganger. Oh, okay. Okay, right. So, um, yeah, that's about it, really. They, uh, River uh, now decides that she wants to be an archaeologist. And, um, yeah, she's got the diary. And that's it, basically. That's the end of Let's Kill Hitler. Uh, okay, so, what I'm going to tell you what I thought about this. I I really enjoy the fact that we watched, you know, the, the, the sort of mid-season finale and then went straight on to this one because it did feel like a continuation. It's there's a lot of love and affection for Doctor Who. It's a lot of love and affection for Matt Smith and all the characters that we're sort of seeing at the moment with with River and Amy Rory and this wonderful performance by I can't remember the actress's name who played the Mel's in those that that sort of first five ten minutes of the episode, who really did, you know, encompass River Song, the slightly mad version of River Song before she was generated. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was 
Nina Toussaint White. Yeah, so yeah. It was really, really good fun all the way through. I, I, I could actually gone back and rewatched it. I haven't didn't have time to. It was does. really you good know? fun. Sorry? You know what else she might have done? Oh, she's. Yeah, I did Google it. I don't think she's done anything, you know, massive. She's done lots of British oh. TV shows here and there. Um, and EastEnders, the apparently. Yeah, she's done bits and bobs. But it was such a, a load of fun. Yes, yeah, so I think that you can safely say there was, and was Emmerdale. A, bit, a bit silly in some places. Um, but it's Doctor Who, isn't it? I don't think you can be totally serious with Doctor Who, whatever the episode is, you've got to throw a little bit of fun in there somewhere. And um, and as I say, as, as a fan of the character of River Song, and, you know, I think she does work particularly well alongside Matt Smith, and, you know, having the regeneration into her, and we see her birth in some ways, it's just l- wonderful. I just love this story. It's so good. Um yeah, obviously we knew the Doctor wasn't going to die at that stage. Uh, how they were going to, res- you know, uh, you know, solve that issue, um, I don't think, think they did too bad a job solving it. To be fair, um, it was just a, an ensemble of actors that work well together, looking great on screen. I don't, I know you could probably say that maybe Rory's presence wasn't really necessary, but she, he's, oh, no. he's, Rory he's River Song's dad, uh, so. You know, she did call him dad a couple of times, and you have to have them both there for for the parental sort of side of it. Um, and, and he had some of the best and funniest lines. Yeah. Yes, but he's great, uh, and I'm glad he was there. I mean, uh, it's just just a great episode. Really, was really good. Um, so, what did you think about it, then, Cubby? Uh, it's it's a silly episode. It's a romp. Uh, I I enjoy it. It's not one of my favorite episodes, but it, it's fun to watch. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, well, that was a bit quick. I wasn't didn't prepare myself. I thought, good grief! I, oh, I, I do I do love the uh, this poor kid who played young Rory, the actor. Yeah, or <laughs> poor kid. I'm sure he got teased when he gets uh, his, his name. Sounds like Ben's in. Hello. <laughs> The the actor's name is Ezekiel Wigglesworth. Oh, the poor kid! <laughs> I know. Oh God, you can change your name when you're when you're an actor, can't you? Good, I certainly would have changed my name by a name like that. I mean, he oh, missed a trick, didn't he? Wigglesworth. Yes, a very posh name, though, isn't it? Um, okay, well, I don't quite have to go straight on to to Mary now. I, I don't know if you saw Let's Kill Hitler at some point, Ben. Um, yeah, I did. Yeah. Did you? Oh. Oh, you won't. I know you won't like it because of the, yeah. the subject. What? Yeah, I did. I saw you, it. Yeah, you liked it. No, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> but I saw it. Uh, well, it's funny because uh, um, as I was uh, sat there waiting for my tea this evening by my incredibly inept wife, who uh, <laughs> thought that tea would take an hour and ten minutes to cook, but actually it was a hundred and ten minutes. Uh, which delayed us till seven o'clock and uh you know she has been fined and given a strict warning actually that it must never happen again uh, but enough. whilst i was sitting there uh, waiting my turkey um a text came through on a 20 megabyte crew personal oh yes um messaging thing and um it was from robert and um well, I don't, you probably haven't read that out yet, have you? No. Right. Well, basically, I'm going to throw forward and say I agree with him. 
Well, hopefully, you're, um, are you volunteering to read out what he was saying then? Or I is this feedback? What? No, that's I, it. I, did, I, I didn't want to tread all over Kirby's toes. Oh, okay. Well, if he's going to start grizzling about it, Kirby can read no, it. No, 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 no. No, it's what? fair enough. It's his thing. No, I'm not saying it's not. But if you, I don't want to upset him, you know. So. Wait, I don't want to upset him. want me to read it? it. Do you want it, me to read it now? Not yet. I, it'll, it'll expend our, t- to tissue, um, our tissue budget. Anyway. Yeah, well, I'll well just, what, Robert's thing is not flattering. Okay, well, I don't mind. I, I really enjoyed this one, but anyway, yeah. Anyway, Ben, you were saying about Let's Kill Hitler. Yes. Well, yeah, it was all right. No, um, I, from what I remember, um, yeah, it was just Moffat crap, really. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was just, uh, just, just daft. And... Um, I'd I'd give it uh, two out of forty-three. Okay. Oh, right. In that case, we can do, uh, do this. Uh... Oh, Mary, what did you think? Well, for a change, this was an episode that I really enjoyed, and uh, it's as much because the first half of this season. Six. Sorry, carry on. First half of the season six has been so depressing and downbeat um, in, in every way, in a very, very dark. And then we have this episode, which is just bonkers fun. Um, and I know that it's not meant to really advance the story much, um, if you can advance a, a Moffat story. Um, it does serve as like a big info dump for everything that that we have questions about that came up before. We learn about the silence. We learn about the Tesselecta. We we get River's history. We get the, the relationship growth between um, Rory and Amy. I mean, you know, all this stuff that has been in the background, now we get all the explanations in this one. And so I think that we needed this. Um, and it was presented to us in a super fast, lots of good funny lines. Um, kind of a bonkers episode so i can't really complain much about it but i do have a question um as amy and rory are you know in in the tardis near the end and they're asking about river uh and and amy's kind of going up the stairs and she's oh will we meet her again well now does she not remember um Time of Angels and Flesh of Flesh and Stone and and uh, just the previous episode. Yeah, or? but they're talking about their timeline. They're, yeah, uh, their where they meet line. her again. So this, in their timeline, they're wondering because obviously they've met her in the past, but they don't know if they're going to meet her again because obviously it's not um, in reverse order, is it? <laughs> because we've had a, her birth in the previous episode. Now she's a little bit older, and now we, so it's a bit slightly all over the place, uh, that, which is That's why I like saying. it. Time of Angels and Flesh and Stone mm, take place in, in their, their past. No, in their future? No, in that, yes, that's in oh. their past, but River's future. Moffat crap. Because if it's in their past, why don't they remember her from that? Exactly, man. Moffat crap. I thought they did remember, do remember her. They this just didn't a, know that she was her da- daughter. They I didn't mean, know the it. way Amy is asking it, it sounds like, okay, well, you know, now that River is, is out there and she's our daughter, are we ever going to have anything to do with her? You know, yeah. is how that came across. Yeah, that's what that's, right. yeah. And, and that's, that would be it. She, she's wondering if they're going to have anything to do with her in the, their own in, future. In their own future, yeah, if they, they will see her again. They don't it makes sense. It does make well, sense. It, well, no, 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 no. You, so, so Time of Angels, Flesh and Stone, take place in Amy and Rory's future? Past. No. Yeah, but no, in their in in their timeline, it's in their past 
been Rivers' timeline. You don't know what part of the timeline it is. I think what happens is Moffat crap. It makes perfect sense. No, it's in basically we're with Amy and Rory as we're watching it. It's it's there. There's no backs and forwards of their their timeline. It's a straight timeline. So when the Angels episode you're talking about that was in Amy's past, so she'll remember obviously meeting River for the first time when she didn't realise it was her daughter then, and in the future um, she's wondering whether you know they will meet her. Another version of River at some yeah. point there. I'm just saying that the way she asked the question, it sounds like, you know, will I ever meet her? It's like, well, you already have. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. So, in, in yeah, she, but she's thinking in the future, in her future, yeah, where they the met. Not, yeah, yes, of course, they've already met, you know, she's wondering if she will ever meet her again, you know. And uh, well, I think there's some episodes where, um, where River goes and has dinner with them or something like that. Um, in their house or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, where well, did I, I get mean, up to? I was trying to find. Like Silencio, they meet up with uh, in Utah. They meet up with her. So I just find it odd that Amy asks as if they've never had anything to do with her. Um, yeah. no, she's asking that was because in the, that was she wants in past, to though. interact with her daughter now that she knows. knows that, yeah, she wants to know she's going to interact with her daughter now that everybody knows that, that River is their daughter. Um, whether they'll actually see her again as their daughter. Not as yeah. Okay. All right. Um, you don't believe us. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I can buy it. No. But I get, I get the confusion. Um, I didn't. I doesn't. Doesn't. Sort of, I don't. I get why you're confused. You've, expa- it you've explained it, it really well, but I, I don't feel confused about it. I get it, and um, but um, I think it, the fact you get confused about it shows that there is an element for confusion. You think there would be a reference, you know, that they say, oh, so that was the professor's song that we met with the angels and all that. You think they would say that, but but Amy asks it as if she's never met her before. I mean, the other thing that you've got to bear in mind in this is that, well, uh, well, Amy was sat at home before she uh, hooked up with the doctor. Um, David Tennant was the doctor and he had met River Song, so she would have seen her on telly. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point, Ben. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, listeners are not to get um, um, worried because I'm just checking how many minutes the the last episode that I haven't published yet is. So bear with. Oh one four six, four six. Oh, I'm just going to type that in. Oh one four six four. Oh one, four six, four six. Right. So yeah, is this multitasking of the highest order. Right then, so Kirby, you have a section that you like to um, you say that you own, uh, oh. and it's now your... Well, did you want me to read Roberts first? Yes, you well, may read Roberts. I have, I've got some music somewhere. What, for somewhere. Kirby? Yeah, here we yeah, go. But, but, but that's, that's for the Facebook, not for uh, Robert. Well, it's for, for everything. This part, that counts. Oh, all right. I mean, if we're doing feedback, Kirby, it's feedback, Ew. surely. Hold on, I think it sounds more like this. That, that's the instrumental version on the b side of um <laughs> yeah, see, that was new that was new yeah it was also called the wrong file oh here we go this is the proper one all together now 
just you what you think and it normally goes well but as he's an american he'd say grass is what you think in content it doesn't lack it's kobe bartlett sloan and his pedantic feedback Oh, it's a killer, that, isn't it? Oh. Okay. Cute. So first thing. I mean, good pickup, Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not sure if you had enough, you had enough time to get yourself ready for it, is there? <laughs> first, first thing I'm going to read is Robert's feedback. Thank you. Uh, which he uh, gave about five hours ago. Uh, okay, here's my review of Let's Kill Hitler. I've only just finished it. Uh-oh. We had a power outage for 14 and a half hours from yesterday evening. Of course, it's summer here and stinking hot, so we didn't have a very good sleep without the fan. Then went off again this evening, but thankfully came back on. Anyway, my review. It's Stephen Moffat, so of course it's <laughs> it's full off his crap Moffatism. Oh, <laughs> no wonder uh, Ben likes this. He, he sounds he, like a wise man, this Robert. He thinks he's being clever slash smart slash witty with the dialogue, but for me, it's just frustrating. It's just not Doctor Who. It drives me mad. The plot is just filler, really. After the fake out with a ganger doctor as to how the doctor ends up shot, they give a ready-made answer in this, and I didn't even consider it. We get answers as to River's regeneration abilities and her being the regenerating girl we saw early in the series, and the doctor saved the River's Doctor is saved. He's missing a word here. Uh, the river's regenerations. As to why Hitler was in it, the show really had nothing to do with him. It could have been anyone, really. A bit of a filler episode and a romp. I hope I feel differently about Night Terrors than I did last time. Oh boy, this that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I I detest Night Terrors. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I, I noticed the actor that's in it. Um, it's quite a prominent British actor now. I didn't really even realise he was was in it. Carry on, anyway. Okay. So uh, it took a while before people started commenting on the my request for feedback. Uh, Brandon Moore, Mr. M, you will experience a tingling sensation and then death. Let's kill Hitler. <laughs> that's probably Stephen, the quote I should have had. By Stephen Moff at sign. <laughs> This is a fun story, a nice counterbalance to the darkness of the previous episode, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. It definitely works as a mid-series opener. I like how Hitler was simply punched and put in a cupboard, although it's a shame we don't get more use of the Nazi setting. The Doctor has been searching for baby Melody all summer. Why was she so difficult to find? And what have Amy and Rory been doing, simply moping about at home? It's a shame that they don't really get a huge amount of time to interact with Ripper, their own daughter, after all, in the rest of this episode. In fact, it does feel a bit of a cop-out that we never got to see more of their reaction to the cliffhanger we were left with last episode. That aside, this episode also introduces us to Mel's. It's a shame that she has simply dropped out of nowhere, not even an oblique or shoehorned-in reference earlier in the series, Mm. which does feel completely out of place. Okay. What was that? Someone Take getting a no notice of background music, or I'll set my dog onto you. No, so I'll have to get. Oh no, I'll set the triple onto you. It's Kirby again. Oh, shut up. They could have at least mentioned her last episode as being the reason Melody was given that name. Yeah, I, I doubt he had even come up with the character. But 
I like I like the doctor saying you named your daughter after your daughter. Yes. yes. <laughs> I do like Nina Tosant White, and it's a shame she gets a little screen time. The yes. fact that Mel's turns out to be River was something I guessed from pre-publicity yeah. images of the character. Yeah. I guess there couldn't have been many other options. Karen Gillan is hot. Yeah. He says that every week. I just knocked my microphone by reaching for this. It's nice that she gets to explore inside herself this time around. The Tesselect crawling through time to take the terrible tyrants and torture them for their crimes is a great idea. And like a grown-up version of the numbskulls. Ah, I knew I'd run across numbskulls someplace. I had to look that one up. Yeah. And I thought you would know it. Oh. I'm just a bit uncertain about the implications of the damage that could be caused to the sacred timeline. The antibodies are cool, though, and so polite while they kill you. <laughs> Matt Smith is also great in this one. I like his conversation with the hologram of little Amelia, though it's a shame that we couldn't have some real cameos from past companions rather than stock photographs. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> Although I found a lot to nitpick in this, I did really enjoy this one, so I would give it a solid 8 out of 10. Next time, Doctor Who and the Space Cuckoo. Uh, Neil James says, let's kill Hitler. This episode looks great. Very well directed and wonderful production design. I like Mel's. The rest is okay. Too much river. Three stars out of five. Is that it? That's everything. Unless I, if I hit refresh, if something else pops up besides uh, someone's feedback that okay. will be played later. No, that's what? it. Someone's feedback will be paid later. What are you on about? Yeah, Captain Kirk. Oh, right, okay. Well, good evening, 20 megabytes. Andy only here, and it's, uh, oh, blimey, it's quarter to six on Saturday night. I've just done a second off mining. Uh, for those of you who've been following my uh, Facebook, you'll notice that uh, our tumble drive's packed up. Real first world problems. So, Dawn took it all to launch no! yet. Didn't tell how much it cost. Probably cost an arm and a leg. But anyway, here we are. So, uh, back to doing the iron, back to doing the ironing, and I watched. Let's kill Hitler. Um, and, yeah, this is one where the title is a complete and utter misnomer because Hitler, at the very beginning, is briefly mentioned and then promptly forgotten about. And that that's it, you know. It's uh, got to be one of the biggest uh, red herrings in history in terms of titles. We start off with some wonderful driving through cornfields. I wonder whose cornfield that was. I bet... Uh, well, I assume they got permission. At least that was one rather no, annoyed father. And then you've got a problem in a crop circle, and there's the doctor, and then you get Mel turn up. And you wonder, well, who is Mel? Mel? And then you get sort of Mel through history. You seem to be some sort of a friend of um, Amelia Pond, who uh, keeps cropping up. They keep growing up and growing up and growing up. You get uh, Rory popping on the scene with a young Rory who's been taken thoroughly advantage of, poor lad. Know the feeling, unfortunately, and um, and then it's uh, the great one. He's saying he's, he's lovely. He's got and he's gay. I'm not gay, you know. It's the uh, we, uh, yeah, and it's that was a wonderful moment, you know. The fact that Amy is so thick that she can actually see that Rory's got the raging hots for her, but then Rory's so thick that he couldn't actually get off his backside and uh, tell her. So um, yeah, I suppose they were anyway. They were doomed to meet by um, sheer mischance, but they get there and then. Uh, off they go, and Mel produces a pistol and threats to kill people, and then you go and they land on a robot, and we don't need a robot, and what the hell was going on? And then you see it's a, oh, they've, they've found a great criminal, and everyone thinks it's a doctor. No, it's not, it's River Song, but who is River Song? And it's, it then turns to this wonderful, glorious charge 
through um, River Song's history to work out who she is, and at the end of it, we just haven't got a blooming clue who she is, have we? You know, we know she's um, really um, Melody Pond, because it's a River Song, we got that from the last one. Um, we see her getting the, finally getting her own 500-year diary, and uh, it all sets it all up for, well, it's going to go somewhere. And in between time, you've got a load of nanobots, I think, as you can probably call them. Um, you've got the Third Reich in there. Uh, I love the growing the motorcycle. I mean, God, how many people said, you know, thought, give me your sunglasses, your boots, and your mic on your motorbike? And then we actually you grew a motorbike. I mean, the, the, kind of quite the Terminator doing that, but um, it really was straight out of uh, out of that uh, genre, wasn't it? But Amy, you know, trying to work out, you know, where's her daughter gone? Rory doing the same. The doctor's trying to work out what on earth's going on. He's dying. He's not dying. He's not worried about dying in shades of when Paul McGann was the doctor. He says, four minutes, bring me knitting. You know, it's a fact of time. And then we end up with, there's River Song. And we still don't know who River Song is. So it, it just, it's to say, it's an absolute riot of a story that takes you rushing along, keeps you spellbound. And leaves you in total under suspense until we get one night terrors, and perhaps night terrors going to tell us where it goes. We don't know. I mean, spoilers, you know, we might know. But I think it's a it's a wonderful story because you know, watching it in retrospect, you still don't really know what's going on. But it it doesn't leave plot holes; it leaves plot hanging, and I think that was great. I really enjoyed this story. It's one that I guess this trilogy, I think, is the best way of looking at it. You'd watch again. The fact it was over a mid-season break as well was even better. It left people hanging on. It left people wanting more. If only all stores are like that, we say we're better. Anyway, ironing tip. If you're doing a fitted sheet, it's best to put the corners with the, the, the elasticated corner over the edge of the mould. Then you can manage, you can do those first, then you do the other sides, and then finish the middle. And you have a really nice sheet. You can fold in, tuck the corners in, and it works wonderfully. Be seeing you. Uh, thanks, honey. That's a bit... I thought... From what you were saying, I thought he didn't like it, and then he suddenly said he liked it. That was a bit like the episode itself, wasn't it? Yeah, he sounded confused by the whole thing, really. <laughs> yeah, he's sort of going on about all the things that didn't make sense, and then he said, yeah, so he loved it. I'm really confused. I, I found it did maybe it didn't make sense first time I watched it, but obviously maybe after having watched all the other ones, maybe it, that's the reason. I, maybe I enjoyed it more this time. I couldn't tell you, but maybe uh, the front go. and back story yeah, yeah. made it make sense. Maybe I, I'd so. sure like to know what I said eleven years ago, but well, I tough. I've been out. busy, Kirby. What the heck is it's called working. <laughs> right then, um... <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to. <laughs> Mary, to I sent I sent you yes, some. I'm just being annoying. I'll send you some. I'll send you some dialogue, Mary. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Mary, you want me to read? Yes. Please. Okay. Yes. Please. This is from the Mileses. What a subtle way to get the doctor's attention: destroying a farmer's crops. Nice car, Mills. Shame she stole it. Do all nice girls carry an automatic pistol? Hmm. The TARDIS state of temporal grace was a clever lie. Of course, it was just ask the cyber leader who was shot by the doctor in Earthshock. Love it when Amy realizes that Rory loves her. Penny in the air and the penny drops. Here's one for Kirby. Hitler is shown residing in the new Reichskanzil, new imperial chancellery. However, in 1938... Construction of this building was not yet so far advanced as as that any of the staterooms were finished. No, pedantic. 
Yeah, well, that's for Kirby. Uh, well, I was going to point out that they used pictures of the finished room uh, as reference, and they did a pretty darn good job. It's in the confidential. Okay. Plus, the view outside the window, shown with the Brandenburg Gate on the right-hand side, would not have matched the view from either the old or the new Imperial Tower. Uh, it's a science fiction fantasy. <laughs> oh, I see. It's it's good when it's accurate. Nice one, Gary. <laughs> it's not, then we just... <laughs> I get it no, now. I'm just, I'm just being... Mind you, okay, here, here it goes. Mind you, it is a science fiction fantasy. <laughs> well, you know the rest. <laughs> Excellent landing by the TARDIS. Shame it missed Hitler, though. Mel's getting shot was a bit nasty. She was nearly as good a river. Yeah. Mad in a good way. Yeah. It was great the way the new Mel poisoned the doctor. Why was Mel off to a gay gypsy bar mitzvah for the disabled? Those poor German soldiers shooting a girl who regenerated. All this time, the doctor is dying from the poison. Love the way mom and dad found their runaway daughter. Just follow the screams. <laughs> oh, I nearly forgot. The doctor has a sonic cane now. Well, it disappeared after this, never yes. to be seen again. Yes. Hmm. Good story. We like the way it links the baby, the little girl in the spacesuit, the girl in New York, and Rory, Amy, and Mel to River. Next up, scary dollies or how to rear an alien as your kid. Stay safe, everybody. Linda and Terry. That's marvellous, isn't it? It's a marvellous bit of feedback. Uh, they did a great job. Yes. Well, Good I job. suppose we better do this one. Hello, Twenty Megawatt Podcast. This is Ian Kirk. Hello, Ian Kirk. A bit about the gang of story we reviewed previously. Jen is angry that humans create gangers just for their convenience. Then she creates a ganger so it can be killed to convince Rory that she is human. Ah. Let's Kill Hitler by Stephen Moffat. They put Hitler in the cupboard. I did not see that coming. <laughs> Where were the gazpacho police? The gun Mel's house is an Israeli Jericho automatic. Ironic she wants to kill Hitler with an Israeli gun. <laughs> the antibody robots were a bit rubbish. Chumblies. <laughs> the sudden introduction of Amy's best friend, Mel's, is clunky. River later says she can age backwards. So that would explain her regenerating in 1969, yet appearing the same age as Amy. River has to give up all her remaining regenerations to fit in with her previously established near death. Yes. Oh my, they killed the doctor. The test selector crew is forced to abandon it. So now the Doctor has a shape-changing robot, like the fifth Doctor's chameleon. That might come in handy for some story arc thread. An enjoyable romp. Bye for now. Thank you, Ian and I, do, I would wait agree. wait a second, I thought the test selector, which is the, uh, the Doctor in the desert, is crewed completely as a, diff as a new test selector, rather than the one left in quite possibly Germany. so we'll find out because we'll be watching it's, it's that been a long soon. time since i saw that that episode yeah that's going to say we ha we'll what we'll find out because we'll be watching it soon right so hang on oh hang on um oh god i should have actually been ready but um i, I have been busy um oh bum what do you mean you've been busy what do you mean you've been busy 
It's your blinking podcast, mate. If you're doing other stuff, oh, hold on. I'm just going to go and pop off and clean the car well, yeah, for but an I hour. Been, no, I have been doing stuff related to the show, like uh, um, editing Don't try and, and justify putting it. together you last sh- week's show, which I forgot to put out. Well, that, right, I've actually that's published. nothing to do with us, and you shouldn't be using our time to do that. Yes, anyway, well, we're about to move on to the highlight of the feedback section. Go on then, Ben. A good gang goes to before the war, or Mel who, she was the baby all the time. (laughs) A bomb, bomb, bomb. (laughs) 20 megabytes. Let's Kill Hitler is, of course, a closely studied contemplation of justice. Clearly, the Tesselector... Mm-hmm. There's, no, there's an extra word in there. He's put the motors off around. Oh, okay. Surely it should be yeah. clearly the Tesselector's motors off around. Anyway, uh, clearly the Tesselector's motors off around for dispensing extreme justice by torture to those who are deemed not to have received it historically is a very hard lined one. This is obviously placed in stark contrast to the Doctor's approach, taking into account his assassin as an entire person, rather than only her reprehensible actions which take place within this narrative. He also places a higher importance upon what is happening to the innocents, Amy and Rory, than to River's guilt. Given River... Excuse me, I'll just move the page down and completely lost where I was. Given River's true nature, rather than the conditioning imposed by her early years, the Doctor's approach pays dividends in restitution for him by River's hands. It should be noted that... Oh, oh, oh hold on, I've got to do... Uh, <laughs> that. Oh, stand by Kirby. It should be noted that whilst... I need to get the... Oh, oh well, I'm there. <laughs> That went wrong. I've got it on random on the player because I'm being lazy and not doing it properly today. Because uh, I'm so busy. I've got to do loads of other things while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> Cheeky sod. <laughs> I've got a load of audio books to read. Uh, anyway. Um, <clears throat> where were we? Da, 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 da. Ba, da, da. It should be noted that, uh, that in leaving River... At the end, Rory and Amy seem too ready to let her go, given the way they had previously been deprived of her. In fact, Doctor Who is a... (laughs) Science fiction fantasy TV show. And it's easy to... Hold on, got to move the Skype thing out of the way. To forget they had, albeit unknowingly, spent an enormous time with her as Mel's stupid bloody name, whilst they grew up. That was my input, by the way, not his words. Uh, Mel's while they grew up uh, with their own daughter so who can say what the natural reaction to that is especially when everyone involved is such a force of nature which is an <laughs> song but I, can't, I haven't had time can't be asked 1-0 uh, to Alan we also learn that Hitler was surprisingly tolerant of being punched and locked up in 1938, considering the hideous monster he was stalking uh, that was stalking Europe as for the next decade. All in all, Let's Kill Hitler is another very untraditional type of narrative for the show, but one which fully participates both in the continuation from and the furtherance of the overall story within this season. The pace is frenetic, wisely leaving the viewer little time to contemplate the revelations that unfold. Rewind. Contemplate the revelations that unfold, both in terms of Mel's turning up from nowhere, 
with her part in her parent. Yeah? Nothing. I didn't hear anything. I thought someone was reprimanding me for something. Oh. Um, I mean, it's my fault, whatever happened. Uh, Mel's turning up from nowhere with her part in her parents' lives back filled wittily, and of course her identity. Such a high density and rapid restart to the season also serves to get back the momentum straight back up after the break. So, once again, we have a well-thought-out component to the season, putting in place a great deal of what is required for the season close, but parking the uh, parking these enough to allow some standalone stories in the meantime. As this golden age continues... Which, which golden age? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is this is bronze at best. Uh, this story could be perhaps five to ten minutes uh, too short, as who would not want to see a little more of Hitler trying to explain what happened to him without losing face? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did find that a bit unusual. <clears throat> yeah. uh, next up, Doctor Who and the fake kid's dollhouse or the madness of Kid George. Those are my thoughts. The Councillor. Alan Taylor. Butcherity <laughs> Bianca Franca. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I don't suppose you've done any, like, you know, no, game. Sort of. I have I have a full-time job, which is more than full-time. <laughs> I run two radio Here stations, uh, including doing the commentary for my local football club. So I'm pretty busy. I know would have sufficed, Ben. I know would have sufficed. But if you'd like to listen to either of my radio stations, then the Indie Rock Disco Radio is a rather fine music station. And Farnborough Football Club Radio, you can hear me commentate on all home and selected away matches, the ones I can be asked to drive to. Thank you, Ben. So, hang on, let's see if anybody's been saying anything on the, on the live feed. Um, well, we've got Rob Tymek. Was I the only one who didn't figure out who Mel's was until the big reveal? No, I'm afraid I, I was stupid enough not to reveal. When we watched it originally, I didn't realise who it was, but I enjoyed it. Hey, look, I've, enjoyed I've it only just realised that the Doctor that was shot was the ganger, so you know. <laughs> Each to their own on stupidity. Uh, oh, hang on. The doc- no, the doctor was shot was not the ganger. It was oh, the don't even start and try and explain it now because I don't care. The Tesla <laughs> <laughs> and, and sorry for for the the weird noises from my end of things. Uh, my wife came in here with two two jars for me to open up. Thank you for that. Sir. <laughs> and what was in the jars, Kirby? Uh, tomato sauce and yep. olives. Tomato sauce. Oh, are you having some spaghetti sort of? Sauce. You having some sort? Of, oh, you having spaghetti tonight? Are you? Oh, this is really. Uh, no, she is making a pizza. Oh. Uh, Hold on, I'm confused. Uh, You're using spaghetti sauce and. Uh, actually, quite yeah, a that's... lot come through on the live feed. I can actually now I've got it up on the screen. I can actually <laughs> read some of it out. Right, where are we going up to then? Uh, go on then. Go on then. What 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 are the gangs saying? What are the extended? Brandon Moore, sorry I'm late. I got locked in a cupboard. Lillian Robin. Hashtag Lillian's legs. Have you got some more hashtag? Oh no, it's, it's me just guessing. Um, I, I loved Rivers saying hello, Benjamin. Uh, Ian Kirk. Mel... Oh, I could clip that and use that on many a thing. Uh, yeah. Mel. I so Ian Kirk said Mel's wants to shoot Hitler, but Hitler ends up shooting her. Yeah, so, so yeah, there you go. Uh, Terry Miles. Sorry, Adam Pearson. 
Only just got the email sent. Not good enough, Terry. Um, Lily and Robin, I enjoyed this episode. It's fun. What, the show? I mean, the podcast? Or, or let's go. No, more, more than likely the episode of Doctor Who. Okay. Rob, let's thank be you realistic. for that. Ben, um, Rob Tymek, uh, was I the only one who didn't figure out who Mel's was until the big reveal? No, uh, someone else somebody said that. Else ago, so there's obviously two of you. Was I the only one? Oh, Lily and Robin, I was surprised by that as well. Uh, and this is the bit I wanted to read out because. Jim Drury says Rory put Hitler in the cupboard. And then um, Lillian Robin says, shut up, Hitler. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's it so far on the uh, the, the live feed, which uh, means we can um, move, move on, on to the next section of the show, which, which if I can find the file. Got so many things in my priority jingle folder. Um, <laughs> That I, I lose me track. How can they all be? You can't have so much stuff in a priority yes, folder. Yes, I can. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, it then all becomes non-priority. No, and you're leveling everything the same. I can. It's like it's like that stupid holiday company at the moment who are offering free airport lounge access when you book a holiday with us. Which means that everyone is going to be in the bloody airport lounge, which is going to make it as common as the place where everyone else has to stay. Doctor Who news. Rant over. Uh -huh. Oh, what happened there? Oh, stop. The news is finished. <laughs> yeah, no stop two news. Um, legendary British actress Sylvia Sims has passed away at the age of 89. Now, Sylvia Sims, um, I can tell you, I'm watching some old films uh, of, that featured, featured actors like... Um, oh, what's his name again? Uh, Mills. John Mills. Um, she was very beautiful. It was and married in... to Hayley Mills. Oh, Hayley Mills was his daughter. That's what I meant. And uh, Hayley Mills' son was Crispin Mills, who was in Cooler Shaker. Right, anyway. So, um, what do you mean right then? That's I'm trying excellent. to do Sylvia Sims's bit. Anyway, so Sylvia Sims was a star of British cinema. She appeared in a number of iconic movies, including Ice Cold in Alex, No Trees in uh, The Street Victim, and the Taraman, Tar, Tar, that film with something or other. Um, she appeared in Doctor Who in 1989. See, reading's hard. <laughs> playing Mrs. Pritchard in the seventh Doctor story, Ghost Light. Uh, she was born in East London, 1934. It's uh, a long, long write-up. I'll tell you what, she was, uh, she was amazing. Uh, legendary actress and if you want to be, read all the blurb because it's very long had a long career it's on I, um, uh, uh, what's it called again doctorwhonews.net uh, season 9 announced as next collection blu-ray um, so you got um, a load of episodes appearing in that I haven't got any of these blu-rays but I didn't see the point because everything's available online now Doctor Who um, oh it's worth having them for the, a lot of the extras I've got, yeah. I've got two sets of the Blu-rays, and uh, I enjoy them. There's a little trailer, uh, with Katie Manning doing something or other, which says, Defenders of Earth, the collection, season nine announcement, and it's uh, Katie Manning doing a little little bit to camera. And that's about it for, for Doctor Who news that's been passed. No, it's oh, not. Oh, no, Let me finish. No, uh, the Doctor Who news has been placed on that particular website. Ben apparently has some more Doctor Who news. New Doctor Who episodes might still be months away, says this website. It's actually Radio Times. But returning showrunner Russell T. Davis 
has kept the news coming, uh, now confirming that the new spin-offs are officially on the way. It's been rumoured before with the new big Don't tell me they're going to do a series called Watchtood. Doctor Who could turn into a Marvel or Star Wars-style universe with classic spin-offs based on iconic monsters like the Daleks or the Cybermen. Looking at the future of the BBC show, Russell T. Davies confirmed that he's entering the next stage. Speaking about why it's the right time for him to return to Who, Davies said, so I thought whatever criticism people were in the running of the show, I could make it better. That's basically what we said. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Spin-offs. Uh, they, they were talking about the spin-offs when he left, basically, in 2008. But um, nothing came to fruition of that. And I'm just trying to see what... Well, they better not spin-off Torchwood because without uh, Barrowman, it's not Torchwood. Well, well no, absolutely. Just, and, it's, and it's hard to spin-off. It's hard to bring back uh, Sarah Jane, unfortunately. Well, I mean, this is going to be with a different company, so they may not have any problem with Barrowman. So he may be there. Oh, you know good point. Remember, remember, you said that HBO Max is going to yeah. is taking over the new Doctor Who. No, yeah. D- Disney Plus. Disney. Yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. So I mean, they they may have no problem. Like the BBC didn't want to have anything to do with them, but but Disney Plus will you know could very possibly bankroll him. Absolutely. I wonder if so, they could they could uh, somehow work him in as the white haired. <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. Well, no, he's got he's dyed his hair back to dark again. Well, he does. There is there. I was going to say there is this thing called hair dye. Yeah. See, Captain Captain uh, Jack does age. Remember, he becomes the uh, face of bow. Yeah. Face of bow. Yeah. So there's no problem. Does with he it. though? Does he? Yes. Yes. <laughs> does he? Yes, he does. I believe it. Does he? <laughs> God. Anyway. I so, mean, where he can at? keep coming back from the dead, but it doesn't mean he doesn't age. Did he? Mm. Anyway. Oh, he that. did. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Mary. You're all right, Mary. Yeah, he did. <laughs> right. Several times. Oh, hang on. I've got Mrs. Comfort. Um, yeah, Was, I'd, did I'd, you? Stuff on, on the, um, excuse me. Oh, I've still got very full from dinner. It went on the uh, live feed, the, uh, the, which you can watch uh, via the 20 Megabyte Doctor Who podcast Facebook group, which you can join. Uh, we we You have to watch me recording the show and hear everybody else in the background. Um, we should all the do community a big, standards. Like... The community uh, standards has come up at the bottom of the feed. Now, I'm wondering if that's come up because everybody keeps writing about shooting Hitler and, and, and stuff like that. <laughs> Let's kill Hitler. <laughs> the, the, Facebook seems to think that it's um, hate speech and uh, hate conversation. So, yeah, thanks, um, Stephen. Well, Moffat I mean, for you, you might you might think that people from the Star Wars universe might think this is hate speech, as we're talking about Doctor Who. Ah, yes, right. Ooh. Um, oh, where did I get I'll up? Just to? Put the live feed on. Oh. I forgot what I was going to say. Now I can see you. I think we've done on that section of the show. So that means we move on to the What We Watched This Week section. I was trying to give Isabella a bit of time to actually get herself sorted out and come down here, but she's ignoring my messages. Uh, the dog's snoring. Back there. Okay, What We Watched This Week. I'll tell you what, we went to the cinema and watched a film called The Fablemans uh, on Friday. <laughs> Stephen Moffat. Uh, Stephen Moffat. Stephen Spielberg. Um, um, film. It was... <coughs> excuse me. Well, I quite enjoyed it. It's a very sort of slow-paced film. It's very arty. Uh, great, some great acting performances. Um, but I, what I didn't get about it, it's obviously it's not exactly Steven Spielberg's uh, formative years. It, it's certainly 
aspects about of it, but he might as well have just done it as the Spielbergs and totally covered his his childhood and stuff like that. Um, I, I probably would have been slightly more engaged with it, knowing it was a a, a, a proper biography of his, his sort of uh, like I say formative years. But it was uh, beautiful to watch in regards to the the story was quite good in, in regards to you know the, the photographic aspect of it. Obviously, but if you're not a photographer or filmmaker, I think some aspects you wouldn't have been particularly engrossed in and that aspect but there's some amazing performances um in the film i think it's worth watching it's quite long two and a half hours um i only started nodding off once uh deb i think um, <laughs> had to sit forward at some point just to make sure she didn't uh, fall asleep but that's only because we were quite tired i i, I quite enjoyed it uh, I, it wasn't as good as i expected it to be but um it was still. It's probably going to end up winning Oscars and stuff because films like that do, don't they? And, What's it uh, called? Hmm? What's it called? Uh, Fablemans. Oh, okay. It didn't get great uh, critical reviews. Is it not? Mm, okay. Uh, what else did we watch? I've watched. Um, there's a new series on ITVX uh, about um, basically murders and stuff. Uh, the, why they happened <laughs> and how they got solved and stuff. Uh, some of them quite gruesome and. Uh, upsetting but uh, still a very good series watched uh, another episode of um, Death in Paradise because we do like that series we've been watching Traitors US on iPlayer which has now been transferred to BBC One um, and it's it's worth watching just for Alan Cumming um, um, chewing the up pub? Alan Cumming chewing up scenery. oh I don't want to watch that he's um He's, a, anyway. he's um, amazing, Alan Cumming. It's just it's very watchable and very funny. <laughs> Everything I've seen him in, I like him. He's more or less being he's being a sort of um, eccentric version of himself in in Traitors US, but he's great. He really is. Uh, and the, the 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 numpties they've got as the cast for the the series, um, yeah, they're American, but they're um, half of them are complete numbskulls but it but does make the series uh, particularly watchable uh it's very tongue-in-cheek but it's very good uh what else we've been watching um i've been watching oh yeah um the Masked singer um uh which again is the the rhino is so obviously james arthur and they uh, well how they can't all they have to do is shut their eyes and they you can just see james arthur there and that, that's uh, a bit you know oh we think it's um um, Fred Dynage singing that. You know, you know, no one it, cares. Yeah, no. Sorry, I quite like that series. Um, it's Bobbins. <laughs> Bobbins. 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 Yes. Bobbins. That's what uh, I said. What else we've watching? It's probably about it, really. Um, just the usual history programs like uh, Digging for Britain and and as many archaeological things. And I've been literally reading the audio book um, by uh, what's his name again. David Starkey about uh, uh, British, uh, the British uh, monarchy. What does it look like? What the, oh, I can show you. I've got got it on my Apple Books here somewhere. Where is it? Uh, you, you, uh, really, Adam, you should sit a lot stiller when you're doing the podcast. It's called. You keep on doing a massive piece David of advertising. David Starkey, every time Crown and Country. Now I'm going to put it up to the camera. Oh no, it don't work because the camera is set to a certain exposure. Oh, David Starkey, ah, Crown my and Country. Eyes. <laughs> that's what it's called that's a quite interesting book I had to rewind a couple of sections so I zoned out because someone was trying to talk to me while I was listening to it um, I hate that when you're trying to read a book 
and someone comes in and starts listening to it for On you. On the live feed, Lena Robin said, I agree, Captain Jack is uh, the, uh, canonically the face of Bo. And then I watched Mean Girls this week as I wore pink on Wednesday. I wore pink on Wednesday. Is that pink the uh, the famous uh, a musician or singer? Yes, person, yes. Or? I wore her. I wore her as a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, um, I'm, I'm very. I was very delighted to see after you were getting very grumpy last week because um, um, all of Farnborough's games have been called off and you had oh, yeah. a chance oh, to sit and do some I, commentating. To actually, I had, had you got a chance to do it this week. I did. I. Uh, that's one of the things I have been watching. Which is uh, Farnborough play at Bath. I went on my first away day yesterday oh. and did the commentary from Twerton Park in Bath. And oh, Farnborough won one nil. Culture, is... yeah, and man, history is... in Bath. I was uh, I was mentioned in in David Starkey's book because it's a Roman town. Well, I was uh, I, I used to work uh, I used to do some work in Bath, uh, Bath FM many years ago, and. Um, so it was quite funny because I haven't been there for probably 20 years. And as I was driving through the city, it was like, I remember that bit. I remember that bit. And then I drove past somewhere and I thought, I definitely remember that bit because that was the McDonald's. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so that was good. And I drove there and drove back. And then when I got back, I watched Man United beat Reading, which was fantastically interesting. I didn't see that uh, game. On, uh, I watched Friday the Wrexham night. game. That was amazing. On Friday night, we watched Death in Paradise with a friend of the show... You completely forgot to mention who was on Death in Paradise on Friday, Adam. I haven't seen it yet, so don't tell. Don't no spoilers. Oh, oh well, right. We watched the previous episode, so please don't. Have no spoilers. No spoilers, please. Uh, oh, okay. No, okay, fine. Absolutely no. I won't spoil it then. Uh, but you need to watch Friday's episode, and you'll go. Oh. Yeah, we're watching Friday's episode tomorrow. Right. Well, you'll go. Oh. What, what is Death in Paradise? Uh, Death in Paradise is a uh, cop. Uh, it's a very gentle cop TV it's a bit program like Agatha on the Christie BBC. In, in, Agatha set, Christie in the Bahamas. That's set in, uh, on an island called... Um, what's it San called? Marie. San Marie, which is actually Guadeloupe, I think. It's, um, on, it's on Britbox, Kirby. It's, oh. it's, it's really good, Kirby. Actually, well, Will that episode that he's referring to be on there? No. Um, I, I don't know. No, uh, if it won't be it was because only on they've only got back series. No, yet, if anyway. they show them at the same time, I don't know because I don't watch it. But, um, yes, okay, well, I won't tell you who was in it, but it was someone that we all know. And Adam and I, well, she, she's, uh, Adam has definitely met her and she definitely met me. So, um, it's Shabala, isn't it? Yes, it was. Um, anyway, so that's who? what we watched. I, 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 I oh, okay. She was in the next doctor. I'm so pleased she was in that because I do love that woman. I think uh, on Friday, Thursday, sorry, we watched Dragon's Den. On Wednesday, I watched football, but on the telly. On Tuesday, we watched some Connors. On Monday, we watched some Connors. I think on Sunday, we might have watched some Connors. And that rounds up what I've watched this week. Why, thank you, uh, Ben. There's been lots of funny videos on TikTok. Uh, we'll move on to that because Mr. Kirby Bartlett Sloan is just about to um, uh, enlighten us on what he's been uh, absorbing this week <laughs> i have not had a chance to watch anything i tried to get a hold of a copy of uh doctor who am i and it is simply not available oh why i mean i i even tried some unorthodox ways and it's not available that's incredible kirby i i i would i uh 
even would be willing to buy the DVD, but it's not available. If anybody knows the whearabouts Ooh, of the video it, of Doctor Who, am I? Uh, it's it's available if you're in Britain. Do you know what it, you should it, do? I can I can guarantee you if you contact Ken Ken Deep, who's a very nice chap, I've met him. I'm sure he would he would facilitate that for you because he's probably got a hard copy of it somewhere. I'm no, sure I'm someone not going will to do that. What? I I I will wait. I'll wait. You'll wait. Well, um, I actually have it. I bought it off Sky, so I can watch it anytime I like. <laughs> no, Why don't I, you send Kirby your Skybox? I might be able to find a way of watching it if I were to, to do a VPN, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, no, Ken is a very nice guy. He probably would help you. Of course um, he would. He comes to Chicago TARDIS every year. So. Oh, yeah. And I, that I, features. I with him. I just. I, that's the. But that's he's a, that's where he is on on when he's in the film. He's in Chicago TARDIS. Oh no, he isn't. No, that is in. I was I was getting confused with Gallifrey. Sorry, I, carry uh, on. Any anyway, uh, I've been on a call for the past week, and really the only things I've been watching have been uh, the standard YouTube stuff that I standardly watch. So I. I didn't even get around to watching any more Monty Python. So that's terrible. I'll so you're try and watch watching all this free stuff on YouTube. You could go to BritBox, which you paid for, and watch <laughs> all the other things that we're telling you about. Yeah. And I keep forgetting. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I I will I promise I'll watch something by next week. <laughs> okay. Good. Well it makes this section of the show um, a little bit slicker and, and builds up to the star part of it. Uh, and Ben has got his finger pressed on the button as we speak. Uh, y- yes, 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 I certainly have. Right, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right on the button. Hold on, there's something else playing and I can't work out what it is. Who's playing? That's you. You're playing the video from the from Facebook, you silly man. Oh, wow, that's pretty weird. What? Who's playing? That's you. What You're playing that? the video. Ah, that's better. Man. Oh, am I? Yes, you are. Somebody's playing. Why am I playing the video feed? Oh, it's gone. So, unfortunately. <laughs> what? What? You, you were right. Uh, anyway, Mary. Here's Mary. Watch this week. You can edit that. And what you listen to in a Mustang. No problem. And also, what was read in the world? All together. Of Mary Blitz Lang. Sing it, Mary. And when it comes to <laughs> Big Finish, she's the leader of the gang. Yes, she is. She's not your mouth, pray Simon's here. Big Mary. Mary Blitz Lang. A Blitz Lang. Well, I, I really, I'm going to let you down a little bit because I haven't been watching very much other than uh, uh, basketball and uh, watching several. I, I've got like three different Scandinavian murder mystery series going that I'm kind of watching those. Um, in terms of books, I'm finishing up Anna Karenina. Uh, and with Big Finish, I haven't listened to any Big Finish this week. Oh, I'd I have should to remake the jingle. Myself. Yeah. Okay, so that, that pretty rap, much wraps me up. Wrap it up. <gasps> wrap up. Put some wax on the tracks and set on out of here. Hey, hey. Oh, sorry, that was Adam and the Ants. Um, right then, so yes, um, what else we got here? We've got uh, on the live feed, Lillian Robin said, The Colour Pink. It's after an iconic line from the movie. And then check Wednesday's post. Uh, 
We didn't get any post on Wednesday, Lily. I but... didn't get any post on Wednesday either. Oh, thanks anyway. Um, right, well, I was going to say, I, just, I, thought, I thought of something then. Uh, is there any news on Comic Con 2020, 2020, 2020? Yeah, thank you. That, that's what I was going to, I was just about to mention. Okay, so <clears throat> we are teaming up with Kissy Puppy, the Sophie Rolfe Trust, as our um, charity partners for the event. Uh, delighted because they came to us. Uh, so uh, it's going to be nice to be working with people who want to work with us. That's all. Well done, you. Oi! Am I not doing that? Thank you very much. The dog's having a scratch. If she does that, it normally um, bleeds, so I'm just stopping it. Um, what else? Oh, yes. Uh, we have Dan Digby, who is um, the comic artist who we couldn't get last year because he was going to a wedding. Uh, a chap called Craig Fairbrass, who we couldn't get last year because he was filming one of the um, films. What series of films is he in? Oh, the... Oh, a foot soldier films. He, he was filming another one of those, um, and he had to go back to do some extra scenes when our event was on. We've got uh, oh yeah, a Julian. Oh, good lord! Bear with, sorry. Is that, is that double barreled? Frog right. Julian Seeger, sorry, Julian Seeger did came back to me there. Who um, is in a series called Vikings of Valhalla, which is a Netflix series. Um, he plays, I can't, I don't know what, I think it's a character called Garl or something like that. Uh, it's like a warlord character that in episode one he has a big fight with one of the main characters. Um, in the, and he's in episode four as well. So, And he's also in Doc Martin and a, a load of other stuff. So he's done quite a lot of um, things and he's generally got speaking parts, which is quite good for for us. Uh, he seems like a really nice man and he knows Clem. So who wouldn't anyway? So um, he's coming along as well. And we do have one major announcement, which we can't do until the contracts have been swapped over. Debbie knows who it is. Because uh, I told her, Debbie, I who is to you, I tell, told oh, you, Melrose, you must it. be quiet. You're not allowed to say anything <clears throat> uh, until we've got the, the contracts. Can uh, we guess? But we've got a major uh, guest coming to the. Can we guess? I'm very, very excited. Oh, have, you got, have you got the budget for some of those major people? Some of them. We can't afford too many major people. One, I probably is about the we can afford. Um, can but, I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? We can guess. I really well, honestly, say I either way, so it's up to you. Um, uh, I, I honestly don't know. But well, my go, guess then. would be Sylvester McCoy. <laughs> I do believe Sylvester McCoy was actually at Island Con uh, in 2019, but mind. Uh, so, yeah, that's. Um, Sylvester that's really is everywhere. exciting. So, yeah. Well, oh, well, that's there will be other announcements, but yeah, we, we, we've uh, it's it's you know it's just ticking along and um, uh, yes, and I'm just looking forward to getting a few uh, activity. Colin people Baker. In. What? Maybe it's Colin Baker. No, we've had Colin. Colin Baker. I, I will tell you, Colin Baker is doing Cardiff Comic Con on exactly the same day as ours. So I think it's going to be very difficult for Colin to get from Cardiff to us or actually be at both events at the same time but thanks for that oh, God. David Tennant anyway back to the live feed um, Christopher Eccleston Lillian Robin says my Facebook stroke Lillian Instagram Robin. post silly what did she say you were you were drowned out Lillian she said my Facebook stroke Instagram post silly She's talking about check Wednesday's post um have I got... Is it your legs, Lillian? I'm going to have a quick look. Uh, Lillian... <laughs> Robin, Lillian... 
Robin. Right. Oh, Don! It wasn't in Facebook. I've got a bit's come up on Google. Facebook. Did she come up on Google? No, I was looking. I was trying to search in Facebook. It ended up searching on Google by mistake. Right, Lillian. Robin. Oh, that said Robon. I won't work with it. All right, here we go. That's what's it Wednesday. Right, hang on, it's still loading up. Let's go back. It's Lillian's. Uh, no, that's not Wednesday. Hang on, it just says four days ago. How far? How many days ago was Wednesday? Five. No, okay, no. If, if just... you include Wednesday as a day, if you don't include Wednesday as a day, it might be four. If you don't include today as a day, it's three. Hang on, I've got to try and work out what she's trying to show me. Uh, colour pink. Oh, the colour pink. Time zone you're in. The colour pink. Oh, it's her legs. Uh, on oh, it says on Wednesdays we wear pink. I don't blimmin' wear pink on Wednesday. I see me by boy. We got confused with the artist pink who I saw at the Art Festival a few years ago. Um, indeed. Did she see you? Yeah. Um, Lillian, um, I can see you're, you're wearing some very um, um, pink uh, stocking type things. Am I allowed to point out? I'm not a, a female fashion expert, but am I allowed to point out that your, your fingernails are not pink in this video? Um, or does that not <laughs> do, do fingernails not count when it, they're blue? In fact, blue um, against a pink background. But all right. For the mother's pride. Oh, that's blue. Oh, yes. Hmm. But anyway, thanks, Lillian. Uh, if you want to see uh, Lillian's pink uh, um, pink um, thingies, hashtag Lillian's legs. Uh, somewhere along the line, they'll come up. I mean, uh, the legs. I mean, uh, the videos <laughs> of the legs will will come up on, on that. Yeah. Well, anyway, back to... She got pink nail varnish on an earlier one. I, do, I noticed Jeff Waddle liked the post. And Robert Vince Jr. That's right. Cheers, boys. Just look at Lillian's blimmin' leg videos and don't bother listening to the show. What's <laughs> going on? I think I might have to start wearing some stockings myself. I've got some stockings out. Oh, right, Jesus, I'm going to get my, no. got my stockings no, no, out. No, right, no, I'm no. getting my stockings no. out. That's it. I'm not, if I can't compete. I've got these lovely black numbers. Um, Do you know, you know you'll that? be the first podcast that will ever be cancelled for, gr for oh, no, I can't get me I can't get my trouser leg back down. Hang on. Ah, sorry. Anyway, thanks, Lillian, for that. Uh, oh, this Tribble didn't like my <laughs> my, my, my legs. Oh, dear. Or it might might just be. All oh, right, settle down. I think that's about it. Next week, um, there's a, apparently there's a, an episode that uh, people have been started already scoff at before we've, we've even uh, watched it, and it's called Night Terrors. And the poor Tribble will be scared witless um, because apparently it it's by, quite scary. Uh, oh, who, who wrote Night Terrors? It's uh, someone who's very, very uh, iffy on... Oh, it's Mark Gatiss. That's right. <laughs> Mark Gatiss is in um, a new drama on, on uh, ITVX uh, about Noel Gordon, uh, uh, played by uh, Helena Bonacarto. I'm quite looking forward to seeing that one, actually, because... Uh, no well. well, I'm not oh, looking for oh, seeing night terrors. The, the triple likes the idea of watching um, Kellyna Bonham Carter. Oh. Anyway, uh, you guys. Okay, so so that will be on the fifth. We are definitely. Oh, hang on! I haven't, I haven't even got the far to check my diary just yet. I'm getting. Yeah, you better. I am just give us. Oh, she says that. Um, Lillian says that she likes. Hang on, I'll tell you in a minute. 
fifth, you say. What, what have I got? That's next week, isn't it? Today, next week yes. is... Next week fifth. is the fifth. Oh, because yes. next Saturday is the 4th of February. Yeah, I haven't had anything in my diary for the 5th. Do you have anything on the 4th? I, I was sure I had a show to film that. Well, maybe that's midweek. Do you have anything okay, well, on the diary for the 4th of February? 5th of February. But nothing on the 4th? Oh, Brentford losing a uh, beating Southampton on the 4th. Are you sure there's nothing else on the 4th of February? Is it your birthday? Uh, is that not in your diary? No. Well, it blooming Ooh. should be. It looks like uh, that the next week I may not be able to join you guys. Uh, oh, oh, no. Uh, then you don't have to oh. talk about a show you don't like. <laughs> no, 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 no. Next week I, I'm going to be on to talk about uh, the Night Terrors. Oh, but okay. on the 12th, I just realized that my wife had put down that there's a silent movie that I haven't seen for a long time. Greta Garbo in Flesh and the Devil. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. Is that well, your? We, we, we go to these. Tell you what, I mean, uh, Deb's excuse for um, not being on the show was uh, what I did actually say is that excuse on the Reese Barton database because obviously we can't call the Reese Barton's excuse facility a, a, a book anymore because there's so much of it is now a database, um, and I'm pretty sure you'd have to look that one up as well, Kirby. That was. I, I yeah. shall also miss a show in a couple of weeks' time because I'm going up to the comedy store. In London, um, to go and wow. How but much the, is comedy? How much does comedy cost? Cost me nothing. Just the, uh... Sorry, that was that <laughs> yeah. smile uh, from John Chaplin. Yeah, go on. The, the bloke I do co-commentary with, well, my co-commentator and punditizer, uh, he's uh, he's a very funny man called Andy Smart, and he works at the comedy store. And oh, uh, he said, "I'm going up and watch him." And obviously, he'll drag me up on stage. I'll then become part of their comedy troupe, yeah. and yeah, how's uh, it then, obvious that he'll drag you up? They'll soon regret. Um, when they find out you're funnier than they are. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately for you lot, it's uh, on a Sunday night that I'll be performing. Uh, so I won't be able to do the podcast anymore. Anymore? Well, anymore? When I become famous. Oh. <laughs> okay. We'll wait for that to happen. Yeah, I'll, I'll be waiting a long time, time Mary. And I'm still <laughs> waiting. <laughs> That's Pussycat Dolls, isn't it? Uh, right then. Uh, Lillian Robin. Uh, I, I was <laughs> never in the Pussycat Dolls as much as I wanted to be. <laughs> You scared the Tribble. Um, (laughs) Lillian Robin. I was just interested before. I I hadn't actually closed Lillian's page. But it says, um, I'm into anime, Doctor Who, Cats. Don't know what the hell that is. Disney and support me at whatever that thing is. So that was quite interesting. But underneath that, it says photos. And there's some photos of Lillian and and a full body silver number. Which reminded me of that... um, the character from Five Doctors, you know, the the robot that throws the spears. I just wonder if that she was actually cosplaying <laughs> oh, yeah. that in that particular. Anyway, uh, right. What's she going to tell me? I know she is. Um, Lily Robbins. Sorry, I decided to do that outfit after I'd chosen my nail colour for the week. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was quite observant of me to notice that she had uh, the, the, the so. new nail varnish on. Right. So. Um, yeah, so next week it'll be night terrors. So don't, you know, sleep, sleep well, yeah, and don't go. Don't. I'm get not gonna have any late. problem whatsoever because it's such a terrible story. You said that. <laughs> yes. About several other stories that we have reviewed <laughs> from this series, Kirby. But anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening, watching, taking part in the show. Until next time, goodbye. 
Goodbye, fancy pants. Bye. Absolutely nothing amusing to say today. Megabyte Doctor Who podcast is an APV Services production sponsored by whoone.co.uk, lavazi.co.uk. We are a proud member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance. Doctor Who is a trademark of the BBC. No copyright infringement intended.